Help me. All right. Uh, well, that's the first uh. <laughs> I can many, cut this out. How many of those are there going to be? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this, damn it, son of a bitch. We should keep this in. This is the uh, first podcast. If you couldn't tell. The very, very first podcast. Hopefully uh, we can't screw most of the stuff up, but we can. We so. can try. Uh, it's a, uh, fuck. I'm going to have to cut that out now. Words. Use them. All right. Hold on. Let me clap again. <laughs> what is that like some magical fucking thing is gonna make you good at this no the clap sinks the audio so <laughs> no, i can I cut everything doing. okay welcome for to uh yep this is gonna be one of those days <laughs> welcome to the first podcast of philosophy of the average joe episode one uh me and mike are your hosts i'm isaiah this is Mikey Mike. What? Oh, fuck. What? We've got to talk about that. What? Are we using our real names? Or are we using Marshall Yeah, and I? we're just going to use our real names. Okay. What he's referring to is a comic book that we also do, which is we're going to probably end up talking about as well. Uh, but that is probably for a different show. Shameless um, plug. Yeah, this one's just going to be... Shit. By all, we that's it. We need to sell out before we sell out. Like, if we just... Well, then if, you're, if you start out selling out, are you really selling out? I don't know. I guess by definition... Then aren't you just buying in? That's it. We need to buy in before we sell out. <laughs> Get perfect. it? It can't, yeah, it can't that, fail. No, it can't fail. Uh, so yeah, this is the first uh, podcast of uh, philosophy of the average Joe. Pretty much what it's about is... It's everything from politics to your mom. Yeah, mostly your mom, especially Mike's. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> right? <laughs> we just lost our first seat. Yeah, half of our viewers right there. <laughs> um, so yeah... The the cool thing is is like a riff off of the Joe Rogan show, which give him a plug. I fucking hate Joe Rogan because he's so rich and he can do it. Like on their podcast, they have like these cigars that they give their guests. And did you hear that he was like testing people, or he was using a test for coronavirus and he got in like, I don't know. He's like he would test them before they came on the show to make sure they didn't have the coronavirus. So that's how much money he fucking has. So the basic thing is here is that. Fuck Joe Rogan because he has money and we're average. We, I make like what thirty thousand a year. How much do you make, Mike? Oh, easily much more than that. Wow. See, he. I don't even know if he should be on here. I think I think I make somewhere around forty five. So you're not an average Joe, man. That's like you're rich. You're like the one percent. I can I can go I can go to Walmart most days and not be afraid to buy at least a soda. Really? Because I have to fucking think twice before I get a cup of coffee. Well, if you buy it at Starbucks all the time, I guess. How much is that? Like fucking 10 bucks a fucking... Dude, I had to buy my own. I had to buy my own machine because I was drinking so much coffee. Yeah, he's definitely a one percenter. (laughs) 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 If he can can afford his own coffee machine, you're like... You know, it it, it has completely fucked me up because I cannot drink normal coffee now. Like, I've gotten so used to drinking these... And they're not a lattes. I mean, I'll do like an Americano or whatever. But I go and try to have a coffee at like a restaurant, and it just tastes like someone dumped ashtray into a fucking boiling pot of like water. Like at Starbucks. So you're saying that the Starbucks quality is shit compared to your quality? Well, no, I mean, Starbucks is all right. I can drink Starbucks. But I mean, you go to like a restaurant, and you're like, oh, yeah, I have a cup of coffee with breakfast. It tastes like balls. I, I can't drink it. Well, some th- people would think balls is tasting very delicious, <laughs> especially as a morning <laughs> treat. <laughs> But I'm not one of those people. But again, average Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to try to talk about politics. Mostly, we're philosophy. I mean, the thing is with this show is that 
I don't think people realize that the average person does think about these things in life, especially when we're bombarded by it, by the news cycle and everything. And actually we do think about, well, what if this happens and this happens? And like, what if I lose my savings account? What am I going to do? So that's the part of this is being an average show, which is, you know, the opposite of a Joe Rogan show where he has like millionaires on his podcast. Well, I mean, here's the thing we kind of talked about, like, you know, my go-to guy is definitely, you know, like a, I like Ben Shapiro. I like Joe Rogan. I like, you know, uh, you know, a lot of these podcasters and they all do a really good job. I mean, no doubt. However, how can they relate? You know, I mean, especially when the pandemic hit, I mean, like you see these actors getting on these fucking things and say, Oh my God, I'm just, we're going through this together, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm you're not losing it, your fucking job. Except I'm doing it in a fucking mansion. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. With a pool, a gym, fucking probably like Bengal tigers. They can go see my they have, personal trainer. Comes. He, your personal trainer. Yeah. But he has to wear a mask. Right. Make sure he wears a mask. No, but I mean, that's just it. You know, uh, they, they provide Joe and Ben and you know, all those guys, they provide excellent information, but still when it comes to average life shit, do they really know anything about average? life i mean i don't think so no. i mean ben i know he went through a private school growing up even as a young kid so i mean that tells me from the beginning and, and, and it's not to pick on him i mean hey your family does well hey if i was doing that great my kids would be going to a private school too but yeah. we're not so is, is there a voice out there for random people you know yeah and that's what we're trying to be right i mean that's the whole point of this podcast is trying to and you know i think eventually we'll have like average joe's on maybe have a mechanic on well actually we should probably go into that uh where our backgrounds are and again i wasn't i wasn't dissing on joe rogan but i was because he's a douche i'm just saying that he (laughs) and we love him and we love him but i'm just saying it's it's hopefully this podcast will be a little bit different we're not gonna have fucking Ben Shapiro, he had Ben Shapiro on his show. That was kind of cool. You mean Joe Rogan? Yeah, Joe Rogan had Ben Shapiro on his show. But yeah, we're just going to talk from what we know, and that's the average uh, view of life. Yeah, give our own own viewpoints and opinions on, like you said, topics at hand, whether it be politics, whether it be, you know, uh, whatever whatever is kind of, I don't want to say hot topic, but, you know, just, just a lot of things that, affect us and what does that mean to average people you know and then maybe our thought processes on them will get into arguments um yeah i'm hoping uh you know <laughs> i'm hoping we're didn't get I, I think a secondary i think a secondary uh point to bring up is uh you know him and i are, are oh yeah that's okay that's what we should do we should uh who we are and why we think this podcast is also different other than being average show uh mike is a conservative Yes. So he leans right. I'm 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 right leaning conservative. Yes. Yeah, and I'm more <clears throat> left liberal. So and and we get in arguments all the time, which is why we came up with the uh, idea to do this show. It's because I think that's another thing that's going on that's crazy is like how the fact that a, a, a right wing conservative, a left liberal, can't fucking come to some kind of uh, a agreement. There, there's 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 increased polarization in the world today. That's fucking ridiculous i mean we can't even you know discuss what kind of soda we want without it somehow turning into some sort of race baiting or you know this or that and i guess what we're here to prove is you can get along yeah rod and i rod and i have been friends for like 20 years and we've differed on a lot of things and we get some pretty heated arguments yeah but we end the day loving each other And and caring about each other caring about each other's family and i think that's the point is like we have to care about each other else we're not going to get through this it's just, especially now, it's so fucking polarized. Echo chambers. We fucking hate echo chambers. Yeah, that's another thing. 
absolutely hate echo chambers because you don't move forward or progress as a human being being in a fucking echo chamber. Right. It's like, wh- why why be around people who fucking agree with every goddamn thing you, you, you say? Well, you can't. Yeah, you can't learn. You stagnate. And when you stagnate, any pool of stagnating water obviously isn't moving. But the thing people don't think past that is if you got a stagnating pond, not only is it not usable anymore, it also becomes poison. It, you literally become fucking poison. And yeah, yeah, no. And then I guess that's a really good metaphor for what's going on right now. Right. So yeah, continuing forward, uh, go ahead and talk about like your, uh, what, what's your upbringing? What we, we, you know, religious. Oh yeah. Like, so that's another thing. So <clears throat> obviously one of the other things that we differ on, this is what we would call actually Mike coined the term and he might not have, he might've stole it from some guy off the street, but <laughs> he claims these are the classics as you will. And one of them is religion. Um, I used to be religious. I was uh, pretty much brought up Catholic, went to catechism, got my first Holy Communion. But then around 17, I started being more of a critical thinker, started looking into Dawkins, started reading Hawkins. Oh, they rhyme, Dawkins and Hawkins. I didn't even realize that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I started learning about science and stuff like that, and I became a pretty much hardcore atheist. Which is another reason why me and Mike differ on a lot of things is I'm a liberal atheist. So, and Mike's on the other side, and I completely respect everything because we've been through different upbringings. I guess that's what oh, happens. Yeah, you go go over your upbringings. You know, go you. Know, how are things as a kid? How are things at home, Rod? <laughs> yes, Doctor Phil. Well, I was touched by my first dog. He, <laughs> he sexually abused me. Uh, no, uh, yeah. I mean, I had awesome parents basic life average like anybody else but they were religious they were catholic yeah so um i don't know that's there's much to it but again it came to down when like i was like 17 18 i started to be more of a critical thinker which would you know i started reading books started educating myself which turned me into an atheist but before that i mean i was super religious i mean i wanted to become a pastor you know i wanted to go to school and study all that stuff we, we had like two or three bands throughout middle school high school and one after, and I think all of them had religious names. Yeah, yeah, like Seven <clears throat> Sill was one of them. And I'm pretty sure anybody who's listening to this, one of our friends would know about that band. But yeah, that was fun. What about you? So you, so I grew up pretty similar. I had a pretty awesome upbringing. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have both my parents, you know, stayed together. Um, I grew up on a farm. I'm a farm boy. And, uh, you know... Pretty typical life, became a musician, and uh, somewhere around 16, my whole life got fucked up, and I'm sure that's going to come out at some point during one of the uh, podcasts, and we'll talk about that, but yeah, my life got turned upside down, and and uh, you know, it started me kind of going on this endeavor for, I don't know, a search of some sort of happiness, truth, whatever you want to call it, and uh, I, I was raised Southern Baptist, which I was always told that's just like being a normal Baptist, we just have more potlucks. <laughs> More and, uh, food, yeah. Fucking can't beat that. But uh, no, I, I was raised in a in a pretty hardcore Christian home, um, and uh, then somewhere I started just questioning the Bible. I got into several arguments with you about it, mm. and uh, I'd always try to prove the Bible's point. And the further I dug, the more questions I had, and uh, eventually I came to a point where I'm still a Christian. I still believe in the Christian ideals, but compared to most Christians, they probably wouldn't call me. Well, you're a critical thinking Christian. I yeah, think. you know, I I believe there's. I believe there's a lot out there. You know, if it comes to religion, it comes to the existence of God. 
I am 100% yes, there is something out there. You know, uh, Michio Kaku and several other physicists claim that there is, you know, a good probability there's 11 dimensions out there. Well, you know, anything that lives in a dimension above us would be God. Anything that lives above a dimension between that God is God. So, I mean, obviously some sort of God exists. Right. I think that's where it comes to. I think as an atheist, I think our communication air barrier there is like, okay, well, does an atheist believe in God? Obviously, no, <clears throat> that's atheist. So, we do, we're anti-theism. But, I mean, I don't, I don't believe that there's a God that I know of. So, anything that, ha- that I see I have to be, has to be proven scientifically, which that's what makes me an atheist. So, but it's more agnostic because it, I'm willing to believe if there is proof of a God, I would believe that there would be a God, if there's physical proof, scientific proof. But as far as atheism, I think that's a lot of, a lot of people get that kind of messed up. It's just anti-theism. So we don't believe in like Judeo-Christian gods or you know stuff like that, right? So I mean, yeah, I'm open to something there there being something bigger than us, but in order to believe it, I would have to see facts. That's it. That's and I think a lot of people get it's like atheist is a bad word now. Well, I mean, we've discussed it before. I think atheism gets a lot of a bad word um, because a lot of atheists I feel have become very pushy. And almost like, almost like the punk rock movement, you know, they're the kids that get big old fuck you tattooed in the back of their neck and want to make old people feel awkward in public all the time. And I feel yeah, like but that, that could go both ways. There's people like that or that are Christians. I mean, Christians oh, will, I mean, it goes both ways. I think that's like a, a, a juvenile stage of any kind of uh, kinda, belief system. Kinda, yeah, in your face, I'm pissed off and at I, dad, maybe go to yeah. church and so fuck all Christians. And, yeah, and I think I was like that too. I think I was like that both sides. I mean, I was like, you better believe in Jesus. Right. You better fucking know that he died for your sins. Right. And then on the other side, I was like, you know, fuck that. And I paint pentagrams and 666, fuck yeah. And that's just as juvenile as the other way. Right. And you know me, like I actually left the metal scene because of all the, uh, you know, I left it a while back because of all the Satanists out there. You know, all the guys <laughs> yeah. say, oh, I'm so dark. I'm so evil. Oh my God, that kitten just got hit by a car. Oh, I'm, I'm that cry. way. I'm it's exactly like, are you, are you fucking way. serious? You were just telling me the other day you want to like dismember a body and now you can't handle a kitten getting rich? <laughs> Shut up. You're fucking fake. Yeah, it, well, that's exactly what it's. It, well, because sometimes I think these religion things become more of a lifestyle than an actual ideology. It becomes a safety blanket. Well, it's a lifestyle as in like, okay, well, if I'm a metal guy, I love Satan and dark this, dark that. If you're a Christian, you're like, I wear the fucking uh, what would Jesus do bracelet. And what I'm saying, it becomes this uh, consumerism of atheism or, or consumerism of, I mean, how much fucking money do Christians make off of bullshit bracelets? WWJD, you know? Seriously, well, I mean, that's another thing we'll probably go into is oh, capitalism, dude. dude we, we will, we will go in. I mean, we we hope that this podcast will go on for quite some time, and I'm sure there'll be some really interesting ones. I'd love to bring on some uh, some Christians, you know, and, and discuss, you know, like you know, my theory of Moses on Mount Sinai. I mean, there's some really interesting shit that happens up on there that's yeah. really counterintuitive to the traditional Christian he beliefs. Fucking took acid, man. <laughs> he got some acid. It was and a he UFO. Fucking tripped. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was a UFO. It was a UFO. Uh, yeah, no, we're going to be talking about cool stuff like that. Um, again, this this first podcast is pretty much just uh, an introduction of the crazy shit we're going to get into. Most likely, you're going to see my balls, but uh, I don't know if uh, my mom would like that, so she told me not to show my balls to people. I don't think we can do that on YouTube. Oh, damn it. Can we cast on Pornhub? <laughs>
Yeah, let's do that. Pornhub, <laughs> we show our balls, and then, you know, do this. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, no, nobody probably, wants to see I want to see that. I want to see my balls. And then I could see it on my big screen TV. It'd be like two massive size balls. No. Yeah, you're right. Probably scare the kiddos. <laughs> probably don't want to do that. Anyways, um, yeah, so this, again, this is just an introduction. Are we uh, going to hit any, do we hit all the points there? Or are we going? Oh, I don't, I don't know if we even hit any of the points yet. We, 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 we touched on religion. Right, and these, again, these are just introduction. We might have more of an outline in the next shows. Um, but just to uh, give a shout out, um, Terry Secor is going to be producing these. Um, I'm Isaiah, obviously, and Mike. I don't know if we should say our last names. I already said Terry Secor. That's it. You're getting doxxed, man. Done. They're going to hate you forever for this podcast. No, and, and I guess we should talk about our company a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. Let's this is absolutely all, this do is that. This is all production of Kill Zero Studios, and that is our company. Um, we do this podcast, obviously, but we also do other podcasts to do with music. We also have a band called Kill Zero, and we're also creating a comic by the same name. I know. we Maybe we need to choose some different names. I, I think know. if we explain it, everybody understands what it is. I think we're going to be okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're just... Uh, we're probably taking on way too much than we can chew. <laughs> probably. But you know, we have a good team. There's a lot of great people that we're working with. So hopefully we can pull most of this stuff on. And hopefully we're going to have them on the podcast as well. So we got voice actors that do... Um, we do another podcast. It's like a, a 1920s... Uh, like it's, show. It's, it's, it's an audio drama, actually. Is what yeah, is that, that, that audio drama. Yeah, that makes sense because I think Marvel coined that term. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's an audio drama, and it has to do with uh, guys who end up in a band together, and there's an evil corporation, and there is multi-dimensional theory, and questions into theism, and it gets pretty deep, dark mix. Basically, take Dick Tracy meets Spawn meets, you know... Uh, yeah, we're hoping that's what it comes off as. Yeah, it, it might be just like some dumb, twisted Archie comic book. <laughs> we don't know. I think we've only had like 97 views, but hopefully this podcast is going to be boosting most of our things that we do, as well as talk about philosophy of the average Joe's, well, like, too. Like we mentioned before, we're not millionaires. You know, we're doing this all on our own budget, yeah. all by our own... You know, skill by learning shit off of YouTube and, you know, learning how to make discount products work the best way possible and, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. continue to learn and go. So it might suck, in other words. Well, I think, I think <laughs> it might suck at first, but we're going to try to get better and better. I, I and think better. that's kind of the company mantra at this point. You know, it's going to get better. No matter, no matter <laughs> what we're, no matter what we're gonna doing, get it's going to get better. better. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told my wife when we first got married. <laughs> it's going to get better. I promise. <laughs> No, but yeah, so those are the things that we're going to be talking about. And if we do end up getting any kind of fans, maybe like three or four, you can always suggest things to us to talk about. Because I mean, as a mechanic or as a plumber or as, you know, write it down. It's like, I'm a plumber and I work here. Maybe you guys could talk about this. This is really concerning to me. And that'll give us ideas for the podcast as well. Well, I think that's kind of the point of this too, is to get a discussion started. So, I mean, unlike a lot of the podcasters out there, we don't we don't know everything. We have nine to five jobs, so we don't have a team of people and including ourselves to sit and research data and poll poll. You know, we'll get polls from research data to you know. Long story short, we're not going to know everything, and we're yeah, probably going to be wrong on some oh, of the things absolutely. we say. They're we are become- average. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like we are dumb. <laughs> You're probably not going to want to listen to us, but we're coming from a place that you know, as an average person, this is what we know. Right, I mean. Well, yeah, and I and I believe. 
I agree with you, the fact that, you know, we, we probably aren't the most educated people out there, but I think the difference that we have uh, amongst a lot of people is because we are able to see from your point of view or see from my point of view, we have a different philosophy or we can, we can succumb to an argument. We can say, hey, you know what? What I was just saying is wrong. And I've learned something today. And that may not make us smarter than anybody else, but it definitely gives us an edge. And maybe if we can get that edge out there, other people will maybe go, hey, shit, you know, I learned something today, too. And Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a part of any kind of debate or argument is like, well, I don't think are so you- anymore, dude. I think debate or argument is just who's who's the smartest, who's who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, but there isn't there's no right or wrong on some sides. Maybe like. That's the. I think the number one problem with things that are going on right now is the fact that we don't use language to communicate anymore. We're using feelings. Yeah. Like, I'm angry, so I'm going to spell all this shit out, and I'm not going to listen to what you said. I'm just going to show you what I know or what I've read on a fucking... Um, uh, cue card, basically. Not a cue card, like, headline. All right. Like, that's the majority of what arguments are based off of these fucking headlines. And if you go into the headline and actually read the article, it might be completely different of what the headline is. Or if you go into the fucking article and they cite a journal, like a scientific journal, they could be citing it completely wrong or out of context. Well, and I think there's, there's the political ploys that are, that are out there. Um, I just got into an argument the other day with somebody because they posted a uh, – it was a link – uh, about an article that happened two two years ago, and, but it's of course it's relevant now because of some of the circumstances going on in the country. <clears throat> but it was a uh, LAPD puts bag over twelve year old's head in the rest. That was the headline. That was the headline, and I'm like, okay, so you know this. this so so we're gonna come out with our I guess our past a little bit piece by piece. I used to be a law enforcement officer. Uh, I was one for four and a half years, and. Uh, you know, I automatically knew what was going on in this article immediately. I didn't have to read it. I knew what was going on. But anyways, I read the article, and I will give the article props. They did eventually down in the com- or down in the uh, meat of the article said that this was a spit hood that they had put on the kid, which is a completely breathable, completely safe hood. It's just put, so they couldn't spit on the yeah, cop. Yeah, and they, they're not tied on the neck or anything like that. They just make it so you can't spit on the cop, and that, that's what it was. And so I commented, hey, everybody, you know, before you go flying off the handles, they didn't just throw a plastic bag over this kid's head. And, you know, so on and so forth. The article said that the cops saw the security officer chasing this kid for some reason, was like, what's going on? Jumped out to talk to him. The, you know, the cop kind of put the kid in handcuffs and said, hold on, quick, calm down. And the kid, you know, resisted and spit at the officer, so he threw a spit hood on it. I put that in the comments, and people are like, bro. But it's a twelve-year-old bro, and look, there's like four cops there, bro. And it's like, dude, you is guys- that your liberal? Is that your liberal? Thing? That, that's my liberal, bro. That, that, that's my liberal. But it, <laughs> but it, and it pissed me off because I'm like, no, see, you guys are coming from a place that you don't understand what the hell's going on here, right? But the the point is, is that they fucking had that in the headlines, so they're obviously getting clicks. Right, that's the whole point. And they're using it as a shocking thing. And right now, we're polarized on on police use of force right now. And and so they use this as another. Oh, look! Here's here's cops throwing a plastic bag on a kid's head. We know you probably won't read the fucking article, but you'll read this headline and you'll fucking share it. So this they they recently released this, even though it was two years old. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. If it wasn't recent release. The 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 date on the article was from 2017 or 2018. But they re-released but it. it, was, it? Was, no, it was being shared again. Someone oh, dug it up. Someone went out there and saying. dug it up and shared it again. And of course, it's sharing like wildfire on on the social medias. Yeah. And and I, so I so I felt it was my my job. Get on there when everyone was going, bro, he's only 12. So I did a little bit more digging, and LAPD released the body cam. Mm-hmm. This kid was fucking out of his mind, man. 
You know, they, they, they tried to put him in cuffs. And she was telling the, the female officer was telling him, you know, are you okay? Is every is everything good? You know, or, or calm down, bud. Calm down. Let's just find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. She's trying to calm this whole situation down. She obviously put him in cuffs because the security officers, you know, chasing him down. Obviously, there's something going on, and she has to err on the side of the security officer. You know, so she puts him in cuffs for everybody's safety. And as soon as she does that, he's like, "I want to go to my mom." And she's like, "He's like, she's like, I oh, know, I understand, I understand. And we're gonna get your parents, and you need to calm down. Just take some deep breaths. Are you okay?" And they were starting to walk and talk to the kid. And he's like, F- the kid just goes off. He's all, fuck you, bitch. So and then and after that is when they put the spit guard and everything on Well, uh, So what happens is they go to take <gasps> him to the car because they're trying to find his locate his parents. So they right. get the parents to pick him up. They're obviously not to take the kid to jail. Yeah, he's a minor. And so the kid like springboards off the, off the seat of the police mm. car and starts kicking and doing whatever he can, becoming resistive, spitting at the officer. And then other officers show up to help detain the kid. And yes, there's like five officers detaining this kid. And that's when everyone was like, dude, five officers? Well, I know from my training that they're using tactics. And yes, more hands means less work. You got one cop trying to detain one subject that's fighting on the ground. Well, that and you have witnesses too. Well, supposedly. But but more so, if I got a guy on the ground and I'm trying to wrestle him down, I'm going to be hitting his common peroneals with my knees. I'm going to be doing, you know, brachial stun strikes. I'm going to be using force. If I got five guys. On a 12-year-old kid. Dude, you you twelve year old kids can fight, <laughs> especially you know it, it can happen. But what I'm saying is why they had so many officers is because they laid them down, and what each officer did is they controlled a body part and they held it down with his hand with their hands, so they don't have to use that force. They're just holding them down and giving them commands to calm down. Calm okay, down. was this kid black? He was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that, but I could see that getting twisted the wrong way. But too. yeah, but that was the thing is they the officers there. I watched the video. They did everything. Just stellar. They 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 handled the situation. They put they're the being spit on. They're being calm. They're trying no. to calm down the kid. They all used you know very soft hand techniques to try to hold the kid down. How so long he didn't was hurt this fucking video? It was like eight minutes long, nine minutes long. And this kid's just and and she she goes he spit on me. He put the spit hood on. He goes yeah fuck yeah bitch I spit on you. I'll spit on you again bitch. But of course the media paints it off as a scared kid. Right. Gets a bag put on his head and see this is the bullshit. Why why you know. We should just release the the cam video. Release the whole cam that's, video. I think I think that's on both sides, dude. I think oh, absolutely. We we need cam videos. We need more truth. We need more angles. There needs to be transparency. I mean, and I, and I think we'll eventually get there. But right now, we can't get anywhere. We're fucking. We're at an impasse right now. Well, we're like everyone's we're speaking fighting. from emotion. On yeah, both that's sides. exactly it. And both sides. I mean, you have like <laughs> we're in a small town, and there was a uh, protest. A peaceful protest, as far as I know, it, on Friday. So, what's today's date? Uh, today? Yeah. Through 20th, yeah. Okay, so today's the 20th, so it was on Friday the 19th. And so, there was more anti-protesters here than there were protesters. That is the crazy part. It's like, that's when you know that things are polarized right now. When there's more anti-protesters than protesters. It's like, okay, so... Aside from the looting and stuff like that, I mean, the people who are protesting for uh, what's going on right now is mostly a positive thing until it gets in, besides from the looting. Okay, we just, they're just emotional. They've seen this thing go down. I think everybody would agree with the whole tape that it was fucked up. I don't know anybody who disagrees with that. Yeah, but so you, you see these emotions and you see the side Mike's coming from like, well, did you see the tape? Did you watch the tape all the, through, all the way through with this particular instance that he's talking about? But you also see people that you see a suppressed minority and you're seeing them time after time and time. Well, actually the media feeds this to you. 
They feed you what you they know that's going to get you pissed off. So they feed this time after time after time, and then we have these two huge polarizing sides that are just, they don't listen to each other. They're just fucking pissed off. So there is something going on, and it might be deeper than what we're seeing, but there is unrest, and it needs to fucking start lightening up or shit's going to hit the fan. Well, and I don't, I don't think I uh, disagree you know, a whole lot that uh, this this whole thing may be because it's an election year. I'm not saying that there isn't police brutality. I'm not saying there isn't a reason to stand up and, and demand police reform and demand, you know, certain things get changed in law enforcement. I, I don't, I don't, and think I, I don't disagree with that either, but we have to do it the right way. Yeah. I, I, I believe a big portion of this is definitely being that it's an election year. Let's get everyone pissed off. Let's get our camps built up. Yeah. That we got our That's another basis. thing we should go into. We're, we're going to do probably another segment called a uh, tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's going to be the fun one. Tinfoil hat. We're going to go into conspiracy theories and, what we've heard, what we've seen, and stuff like that. Um, the truth is out there. Oh, am I supposed to lead you in? Oh no, I can lead this in. So we were we were discussing uh, clickbaity headlines, um, you know, polarization, and everyone using emotions to fuel everything. And uh, you know, this episode we wanted to kind of go over, what, like I said, what we call the classics, which is religion, gun control, climate change, abortion. And uh, I think this is going to be standard for a lot of our podcasts. There might be a lot of derailing and going off in a rabbit hole. And I think it's a great opportunity for people to get into discussion in the comment sections, which we really encourage you guys to do, is get into debates. Uh, debates that are worth a shit. Don't taint our podcast that we're trying to you know, make it, hey, let's let's try to learn from each other into screaming matches. Which will happen with us, probably. But right. it's, it's a natural but thing. But try to have some sort of positive outcome. Try to learn something. Try to maybe, I don't know. Come to a conclusion of moving forward. It doesn't even have to be an agreement. At least a conclusion of some sort, you know. Um, or agree to disagree. And definitely put in comment sections, you know, topics you'd like us to hit on. Because Yeah, that's really important. To get, I think that'll help us move forward. Or, you know, whatever. I could just show pictures of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, not uh, really. Uh, what? Terry's shaking his head at me. But I guess, he I doesn't guess, want me talking about balls. Balls I, are hilarious. <laughs> I mean, come on. They're too fleshy. You shouldn't have fucking shook your head. Now I'm going to talk about it even more. They're like, I mean, other than anuses, they're pretty fucking funny. You got little dangly things that are outside of your body that are hairy. I mean, come on. How is that not hilarious? The only thing I have to say about this topic <laughs> is this why... This is the most intellectual conversation why, we're ever going to have. Why would God design the most sensitive part of the male body to be outside of the body and have your legs be perfect guideposts straight up to them if something kicks or flips over or, you know... Oh, yeah. How many times has a dude been sitting there and been accidentally hitting the nuts by just some random thing? Or, or if you're a dad, everyone's had this happen. You put your kid up on the counter... You know your toddler on the counter, and you're trying to like put a bandaid on the boo boo or something, and they swing their foot, and oh man. Yeah, yeah. I've I've even gotten those like those brushes where it hurts. It's like they just graze your balls, and you're like, "Yep, that's gonna hurt in like ten seconds." You know, I think the worst one is getting hit on the backside. The backside of the nuts is <laughs> well, gotta be the. That's most impressive. I don't. I don't think I've ever been hit in the back. You have some big balls if you got hit in the back. <laughs> just got, standing there getting hit. What do you no, mean by the back no, I, of your I, I, balls? I used to play paintball, and one time paintball. I was diving playing paintball and someone just i mean perfect tagged right the backside and that was the most pain i think i've ever been in in my adult life ah uh, yeah i've been in a lot of pain that was that was horrible i've been in more pain than anybody probably even than my wife when she had our kid i mean one time i stubbed my toe pretty bad and it was just i lost a nail i lost a fucking nail <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I'm joking. Ter- the only reason why I did that is because Terry n- told me not to do it. He was shaking his head. Um, no, I mean we could go on to gun control. Um, sure. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, where's your stance on gun control? I believe that every American citizen has a right to own a weapon as long as they don't have a felony conviction and they they're going to be responsible with it. I mean, we can't. I don't. Yeah. What, okay. So I believe that too. Uh, well, we live in a place where almost everybody fucking owns guns. So it's it's a little bit different when people are educated with guns. I think they have a different aspect of what gun control is, or if you handle the gun, you respect a the gun. Then I think we're pro Second Amendment, right? right? So a lot of like liberals, like I argument with a lot of people who like are even against fucking hunting. It's like, really? Come on, dude. It's like, well, this should be natural. Well, have you ever seen a fucking bear attack a fucking deer? Like, it is gruesome. Like, it is. there is no humaneness to a bear ripping apart a fucking deer. Or bear. Or nature, nature is more gruesome than yeah, anything out there. that's what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, as far as, like, killing animals, and I mean, I believe if you're killing an animal, you fucking eat that animal. Well, yeah, if you're a trophy hunter, you're a douche. Yeah, fuck trophy hunters. But fuck again, them. we live out here in the you know, wild west. And, uh, you know, that's just how we're raised. That's how we're brought up. Yeah. So I'm saying like, uh, I think that's where I, I like, I think a lot of liberals, like they put them in the camp. It's like, no, you, you're all about, you know, taking away gun rights, but I don't even think the liberals are like that now, especially, you know, I mean, we, I can go into other stuff that is kind of hypocritical of liberals, but you know, you could probably do the same. Right. Um, mm. but yeah, no, as far as gun rights, I, I think that, I believe that if you want to own a gun, you should have the right to own a gun. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think, yeah, but again, I think there's caveats with that. Yeah, even, well, I, well, okay, so Terry said, you guys can't hear him, but he said, do you think you should have the right to own any kind of gun? Like, let's say an assault rifle. So, okay, this is where people start going off a little bit different. I'm, I'm talking about hunting rifles, handguns, stuff like that. Um, AR-15s, fucking fully automatic guns. Now, that might be a little different. What do you think about that, Mike? You know, AR-15s, I have shot a lot of them, and I'm here to tell you that I can do a hell of a lot more damage with a 30 6 hunting rifle than I can with an AR-15. I can shoot farther with it. It has more of knockdown power. I can... I can take okay, but that's not the question. Is is like what do you? How do you? So you? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that it doesn't matter what kind of it's, gun it's it is. It's misinformation. It's misinformation. If someone sees a wooden gun like a thirty out six. Oh, that's just you know Farmer John's hunting rifle. You know, but this AR fifteen is black. It's scary. Oh no, it's 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 meant for killing people. And that's not wrong. That's not a wrong assessment. It is made for killing people. That is what an AR fifteen is made for. However, it is not a person who knows how to use weapons. It can do a hell of a lot more damage from a lot further distance with a not six on a bell tower somewhere. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and so all guns are dangerous. It's the mindset of the person using it. Again, that's why it. I think it, the 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 tone is a little bit different where we come from. Like if I lived in Denver, it'd be different. I mean, if we're buying guns off the black market, it would probably be. Yeah, I would be against. That. What is your intention? That, that that's the thing. What is your intention? You know, I had a problem with all these. Uh, this is this is gonna be counter conservative, and I guess this is a good this is a good part of the show to show that. You know, we are in the center. We lean our right and you lean your left. But we are in the center because there are some things that I disagree with, like all the conservatives that came out with the whole COVID protest and they show up with all their, you know, ARs and their tack vests and looking like they're, you know, you know, a bunch of mercenaries out for this protest. Why? What, what the what, what is the purpose? 
you know, what was the intent of having the AR-15? Just to look threatening, to feel cool? I mean, what what, what was the purpose behind it? I don't know, man. I think there is uh, a type of person who likes guns because it makes them feel powerful. I would say I would say it's a high percentage of people, and people like that are douchebags. <clears throat> I just I just don't get it. The, the the question of the COVID thing was. Let us go back out, you know, and then resume our lives, start our businesses back up. And I am for all of that. Yeah, let's do that. You know, we need to safely, but we need to, our economy's going to tank for, you know, all this shit. You know, it's one thing I've been pissed off about this whole thing is I, I, I don't even want to really know what's going to happen to uh, our economy. Colorado, there was, there was an article that came out in Colorado saying that in the next three months, 65% of restaurants may have to close like permanently like permanently hmm. really because i heard the opposite i heard colorado is actually doing better than most places well i i, I know that certain parts of the of, of the of colorado is doing pretty well uh you know well especially here okay so we're close <clears throat> to uh very very rich areas in colorado probably the richest areas in Colorado. So when you have a uh, an economy that's built around people who have money, your economy is a little bit more stable right. because what they do is construction. That's what we're all about here. But in the state of Colorado, that only encompasses one small section. Well, it's I would say it's the Aspen section and Vale. Right. I think that's and like when once you go down towards the the western slope, I think that's less likely. Right. But, you go down to Mesa County. Yeah, that's you a know, little bit different. The Utah lines, or you go to the southern. You know. Or towards the Oklahoma lines, though they're not—they're not based off of richness. That's farming community, man. Yeah, yeah. And and so that's what this article was saying is they're saying that within three months, sixty-five percent of Colorado restaurants believe that they may be on the verge of closing because of this thing. And that's where I'm at. We need to reopen the economy, and it goes deeper on a national level. I mean, I, I you know, we'll, we'll get into it at another time. But I'm pissed off at how we handled this whole thing. We basically set ourselves up for a, a, a great. Uh, chance to start hyperinflation. Yeah, this is what I feel about this whole situation. I feel that we didn't know. I feel nobody had knew exactly what was going on, even our fucking president. We didn't know how severe or how not severe it was. So I don't know. It's it, it, it's hard to point fingers because we don't know. We didn't know. This is the first. I've never experienced anything like this in my life to him ever. I mean, the first two weeks of this pandemic, I was in a fucking fetal position in my bathroom <laughs> thinking everybody was going to fucking die. The closest people to me, and, you know, and I'm pretty sure we all at least had anxiety over this. I mean, I can guarantee you we were, there were parts of this beginning of it that we were thinking that the world's coming to an end. Did you ever feel like that? Did you ever get any kind of anxiety? So I started out as a typical conservative going, oh, this is horse shit. Ain't gonna be nothing worse than the flu. You know, let's just get through this. We'll be fine. And then I started seeing all the posturing, all the locking down, all the people doing all this stuff. And I'm like, well, let's, let's educate myself. And I watched some doctors on YouTube discuss this thing. Um, and there was a couple I, I once I finally learned what this virus does, I got a little scared. Yeah. Uh, well, especially if you hear the shit that was coming out of Italy before it hit right. us. Well, and I have friends in Italy. Yeah. I have friends literally taking pictures of military trucks moving bodies, <coughs> you know, out of out of their area. And I'm like, well, man, maybe this is kind of serious. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. But it never enveloped my whole life. Basically, we stayed at home. We went to our. You local. were cautious, though. Yeah, we stayed at home. I got. I was lucky enough to get the time off of work, and 
we, but, but we still went out and did our shit that we needed to do. I went to my local hardware store, and it's like a block away to get stuff to do, fix it stuff around the house. Because, I mean, I'm at home. What the hell else am I going to do? I'm going to fix stuff around the house. So I would go to my local hardware store. I would make sure I would, you know, uh, wear a mask if they wanted me to wear a mask. Um, I would, you know, wash my hands when I got out of the store. and stuff, But I wasn't fucking paranoid i wasn't wearing you know ppe from head to toe and <laughs> like a hazmat <laughs> yeah you know I no would- but i mean i well what i'm trying to say is like I, I i think that we all felt anxiety at first but then but the, we weren't in new york you weren't in italy you know i mean it's a completely different story there see in february see god damn it we don't have our tinfoil hats no we can't do tinfoil hat yet but but i will say i will say i did have a problem with the New York thing, I mean, and people from New York, feel free to blast me. I mean, because I'm not there, I don't know, but I'm just telling you my point of view, okay? So I'm seeing 1,100 people dying a day in New York from this thing. Yeah, that was from the numbers that we heard. And I'm just like, holy Christ, you know, I, that's that's more, I don't know, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, I feel like that's more than what died on 9-11. I think it was. We should start looking this shit you up. You know, we, we do. A I think it's like three thousand people. Okay, so in three days, I don't know. I don't know for sure. So, so don't if, quote if, me if on they that. did this number in three days, New York would have the same number of nine eleven. And I was old enough. I was alive back then to yeah, two thousand one. Right, that looked like there were bodies basically on sheets being lined up outside hospital sidewalks, and there was it was mass pandemonium. But these guys still go through eleven hundred deaths a day for fucking sixty days. And then you got these dudes that aren't working in New York, and they're literally sitting out there live streaming with their cell phones for like 10 hours outside Bellevue Hospital. Ambulances aren't coming and going like crazy. You know, fucking doctors aren't running around like mad. There's yeah, some, but okay, so the... It just, it might, what my ears were hearing and what my eyes were seeing... Right, but those are two different things. Up. Like, these were buildings coming down. Like, these were fucking... This was mass hysteria on... Like, anybody from standing on the street could actually see this. Now, the thing that's happening... This is happening inside buildings, inside hospitals. So, I mean... You might not have seen the bodies coming in and out. I think what fucked me up is starting to learn that like the news was using the same clip over and over again for how bad it was in Italy, was the same clip for how bad it was in New York, was the same clip for how yeah. bad it was in New Jersey. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, now we're using the same clips. And then I watched this dude, just a random dude on YouTube. He's like, okay, yep, now they do this every night at 6 o'clock, all the fire trucks and ambulances you know, come around and sit outside the hospital with their lights and sirens on, and they clap for the doctors, which is a really cool thing. But then I watched the news use that same fucking clip, and they didn't really, they didn't, they didn't lie, they didn't say that's what this was, but they showed it at the same time of talking about the pandemic, so it made it a lure to look how crazy it is. All these yeah. ambulances just sitting in the middle of the road. You yeah, know. no. I, uh, so, so at that point in time, I kind of took off some of the armor, and I was like, okay, I'm not so scared. I kind of agree that this may be bullshit. But it's, it's. Uh, I think there is a hint of bullshit in there. Oh, I do too, because you start looking at other numbers, you know, all of a sudden there's no heart attacks in New York. Wait, what? Yeah, how this can city, there be? This city yeah. sees like 300 heart attacks a day. Well, that's another thing. I mean, we could go into that too about how you're incentivized. In, the hospitals were incentivized. And say, fucking shit. Say that <laughs> word for me. <laughs> incentivize? Yes. Say it, Mike. I can't Incent- say it. In- See, now, now, now you I can't, can't fucking say it. say it. You done fucked me up. <laughs> okay. Now, they you were, that? You, you done fucked me up. Goddamn big dummy. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were like giving money to hospitals to claim more yes. corona. That's what I'm trying to say. So again, I don't know if this is all true. But here's the fucking thing. When I go into conspiracy theories or when I go into stuff like this, I always try to find the play. 
and I can usually find it. You know, why would they do this? What what is the what's the thing about it? And I couldn't find a reason. This benefits nobody. If it benefits the news to fucking have people their eyeballs on their channel. Yeah, but the news is going to go worldwide with every country in the world and say, "Hey, yeah. let's all pretend this shit." So Fox's numbers go up, or you know, I, yeah, it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I, I, don't I know couldn't. Either. I couldn't ever get a grasp on who is benefiting from this. I don't know. That's, you know, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. That. You know, if I was on the conservative bandwagon, I, I, well, all these people are trying to destroy the economy, so it makes Trump look bad. And really. You're calling fucking Italy and going, hey, pretend this pandemic's really bad so we can get rid of Trump. You know, it, just, it doesn't make There's any sense. There's people who actually believe that shit, man. I know there is yeah. because we're fucking, again, knee-jerk reactions. Yeah, we, well, that's exactly it. I mean, the media knows. I mean, that's that's another thing we need to talk about. I mean, what is it that, is it us that are making the news bad? Because the, new, the news is giving us what we want, right? I mean, they know psychologically we want to look at shit that's going crazy. News agencies are traded. Yeah, they, they publicly have, they traded. Stock. They're publicly so, yeah, traded, so obviously. they're entertainment sources. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, but who is it? I'm saying this is an egg versus the chicken fucking thing. I'm saying, is it us wanting the content and then them giving it to us? So whose fault is it? That's all I'm asking. Is it our fault or is it the fucking news We're media? being controlled. But we want it. On a psychological level, well, we want to see drama. that shit. Everybody wants That's drama. what I'm saying. So if we didn't want that drama then we could fucking not have to have these these institutions that are based off of lies. Well, nothing makes you feel more important than jumping on Facebook and screaming about something that pisses you off for the next 16 days. I mean, it's all self-gratification. Yeah, but, the, okay, so what? I, the only thing I'm trying to say is, like, who made this? Like, the same thing, okay, so let's talk about trade in China. Do we want to get into this? Uh, what, the whole chicken-egg thing? No, I think I think the... <laughs> I think this is government control, man. Okay, you think it's government control. I think that we fucking bring it on ourselves. No, I think I think there's definitely a political play here. And whether I think it's pushed. I think okay, I think like it's going in a direction and yes, I do think like there's something that's pushing it one way or the other. Like I'm if you not don't think you, if you don't think these these uh, these riots, not the not the protests, but if you don't think these riots that are happening aren't fucking politically motivated, I think you're high. I don't know. I don't have the facts in front of me. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, like trade, I'm just saying on a, on a general thing, like as a society, you think we're being controlled by this higher thing, be it the Democratic Party, the Republican Party in the United States, as far as what we want to see on the news cycle. Right. I'm saying that we are fucking doing it to ourselves. I think that we are wanting to see this bad stuff. That's what makes our fucking psychological... That's what we click on. We uh, click on things that piss us off. I mean, I can, I can see that, but I think it's vice versa. I think the government, much like an advertising agency from the 50s, realizes the American people like a lot of drama and they like to argue, so let's fucking use that. Yeah, let's, I'm, let's, I'm, let's, I'm let's, saying, yeah I'm, I'm not saying that we're not being manipulated by whatever, but I'm saying that we are allowing ourselves to be manipulated. We are. We That's are. what I'm saying. We, we love staying uneducated because we love screaming. And, yeah, I know. know. We do it together. <laughs> we do it to each other. So, yeah, this goes the same way with like trade. Let's say like China. For instance, what happened in like the 80s and 90s when we moved all our trade down there? Okay, the reason why we did that is because it's cheaper, right? right. We want more shit at a lower price. Well, and there price. was more to it. NAFTA had more more to it. Than but I'm saying, cheaper, the, but. okay, so we would both agree that the bottom line for anything in this fucking capitalist country, capitalist world that we live on that's based on monetary gain, the bottom line is profit. Right. I would think anybody would agree with that. 
Like that's what motivates Republicans. That's what motivates Democrats. That was what motivates rich people. That's what motivates I, 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 poor people. I would say, I would say, I would say profits, but at the same time, also self-preservation. Um, so power. Yeah, power. I mean, anyone who's watched House of Cards would sit there. You know, I've never seen House of Cards. It's it's it's. Besides Kevin, besides Kevin Spacey being a douchebag, it was a really great show. Um, in my own opinion, they should just rebrand the show and or rename it, call it the Clintons, because I'm pretty sure that's what the whole fucking show was about. But the uh, Clintons, the Clintons. <laughs> but uh, there's a point in there where he's disgusted by this uh, gentleman who who is in the show named Remy Denton, and Remy Denton chases the money. He's a he's a uh, uh, lobbyist, and he chases the money all the time. Whoever has the bigger wallet and who's giving the bigger paycheck, that's where he's going. And he used to work for Frank Underwood in the show. And Frank's kind of don't dis- give any spoilers, man. I won't. But but he he's kind of disgusted with Remy because he's like he had he could have stayed with me, but he's always chasing the 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 McMansions, you know the 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 house that looks really flashy and awesome. So he's like keeping up with the. But it's gonna yeah, he's keeping up with the Joneses. But it's gonna be dilapidate over time. He should have stuck with power, the uh-huh. cornerstone that stands, you know. For so ages. you're saying power over money lasts longer. I think when you get to a certain level of power, I think maybe it's, okay. So it's I, almost, I I don't even. I think you would like sell your soul for it. Like fucking, you would do anything for it. So okay, so I don't know. I've never had either. I've never had power or money. I think we can see money. a portion of this with the whole Jeffrey Epstein bullshit. I don't know. I mean, but okay. So I I could see what you're saying. So like, you get the money, right? And then when you get the money, you get the power. So, but you want to hold on to that power. And if you're smart. You want the power more, so you make more money. And I, well, I think you just get fucking insane after a certain point. I don't know. We should get somebody on the show that has both of those things: power and money. Yeah, that's how we end up dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the tinfoil hat again. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> tinfoil hat time. We will do tinfoil hat. That's that's the fun. We gotta get stuff. the hats first. We gotta get the hat. We're gonna get the hats first. Terry doesn't want to do the hats because he's a I jerk. Never said that. He says, "Oh, the hats are dumb." <laughs> That's how Terry sounds. Just but, saying but, this now. See, and, you, and, and so going back to what I was saying, derailing, originally how this we got down this rabbit hole was, do the guys protesting going back to normal life for COVID-19 really need their weapons to do that? The Second Amendment... Oh, I see what you're saying. You're the, talking about the protest that right. with the guys with the guns. Right. Okay. The Second Amendment was not challenged. It was not in question. So why the fuck do you have them? Posturing. They were posturing. You know, they were and that's, trying to show you how badass they are. retarded. I'm sorry. That doesn't that's, sound that's, very conservative of you, that's Mike. That's stupid. I shouldn't. I... <laughs> We're not politically correct on this show, if We're you not, can tell. Yeah, not at all. So hopefully that'll probably get us a lot of monetization. Nobody's going to want to be like sponsors of this show. Maybe we can get like a condom endorsement or something. <laughs> Do you want your children to end up like these two guys? Exactly. Buy condoms. Buy condoms. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, so yeah, we touched on that. Uh, and we're going to get into the monetary system, too. I mean, I think me and Mike, we got to get into stuff that we don't agree on. We, we agree about shit like that. Like how money is circulated, what money is, how we feel about money. Um, what about, okay, here's a good one. This will fucking start ruffling feathers. Abortion. Ooh, that seems to be something crazy going on right Rod now. Rod likes to kill children. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a, I eat them, actually. The fetus is again. Well, we're back on the Clintons. <laughs> but don't pump. Um, I think the Clintons eat babies. Well, they're not atheists, so I doubt they do. They might barbecue them. It's probably better for their digestive system. Well, I don't even know if they're human, really. They could be greys. What are greys? Alien? The the gray aliens? Oh, tinfoil hat shit. We should have the goddamn tinfoil hats. 
Damn it, Terry. I fear that eventually this podcast will turn into just entire tinfoil hat hour. <laughs> yeah, it's like. probably best that we have some self-control and not get into the tinfoil hat. Yeah, no, I want to get into the Anunnaki, man. The Anunnaki? Yeah, that's some cool shit. Zachariah yeah. Sitchin stuff. The Nephilim. Yeah, yeah, that's some good stuff. Um, but yeah, as far as, okay, me and Mike uh, are different Mike on this and I, one. but that's okay. Yeah. That's not going to happen a lot, probably, because I can't talk. English is actually my second language. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's Spanglish was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> actually, my parents, that's all they spoke, spoke is half English, half Spanish. So, like, I never say any words right. I, I don't know how to spell. I remember going over there as a kid, and um, it was like a culture shock to me. Really? No, it was, because, come on, dude. We grew up in a small-ass farming community. Okay, I mean, so what Mike's talking about is... I'm half Mexican and half Spanish, but I look white as shit. So right. yeah, so that nobody will pro- probably get that. But no, it was, it was. I like he was he was the first. Yeah, he wasn't the first Hispanic friend I had, but he was like the, the first, first house one. that you went to yeah, and had tortillas house, and yeah. beans and shit. Yeah, and went over there, and it was just like it was a culture shock to me. But you know what? It was like my favorite place to be, like all the time. I loved your mom and dad. They were such cool people. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Pretty cool. But uh, yeah, as far as the abortion stuff goes. <laughs> The ghosts. No. There's no ghosts. Isaiah's house was haunted. It was bad, bad, bad. Again, this is coming from a guy who believes in ghosts. I absolutely do And about do 16 not. other fucking people that no, come to the house think, all the time. Okay, so this is, this is what happened. Oh, actually, go ahead, Mike. You can this, explain this is to it. I can explain to it. What do you mean, this is what happened? There was like 17 fucking incidents. Well, let's talk about the one where the exploding... Were you there with the exploding glass? I was the one who was attacked. Huh? He was holding I was the one who was... Were you there? It was Terry. Terry, you weren't there. You heard the story, though. It was like yeah. literally attacked. At okay, your house. so explain the exploding glass incident. Okay, so well, hold on. Before we explain that, before we explain it, I just want to go on the record. I do not believe in Bigfoot or ghosts, <laughs> Mike. I don't believe in ghosts either. I think dated Bigfoot, maybe. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in demons. <sighs> what? Okay, go I ahead. believe in horrible entities. Uh, okay. Ghosts, Go ahead. ghosts don't exist. Okay, but then what do you? What is your explanation for what happened? I think you had something pissed off in your house. That, a demon. Yeah. Okay. Well, explain to none the of, people. Well, what come on, none of it was nice. Well, what, what happened? Okay, okay, so I'm sitting there, you know, and and whenever it, it had been increasing, whenever I would go over to Isaiah's house, it got worse and worse and worse and worse, and then he moved away and came back, and we're all sitting there one day and we're drinking. And uh, there's a group of us, you know, kind of the old squad. All I think over. it was uh, after band practice, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. But the whole squad was there, you know, from the old days. And we were trying to look for an old CD that we had recorded back when we were in high school. And I had pulled open this, like, glass CD cabinet. And I'm sitting there looking for it. And everyone's gathered around me, you know, we're looking for it. And all of a sudden, the glass just, boom, shatters, this thing. And I was like, oh, my God, what I do? I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to break your cabinet. And then Sam Weiser, friend of ours, he goes, dude, it looked like that thing was kicked. I was like, well, to be honest with you, it felt like it was kicked. Like it exploded. Yeah. It like like it, I heard it. I did not see it with my own eyes, but yeah. I heard, I think I was like, my back was, maybe I was doing cables or something like that. And I heard things explode. Right. And I was pissed off because I thought fucking Mike broke this. Right. And, and, and so I told, I told Sam, I said, it felt like it was kicked, you know, like my hand moved. And, you know, I'd like and to get another perspective. I wonder if Sam, we should get him on the phone or something it, yeah. and ask him if he remembers this. But, and then, so we're looking on the ground, right? And the glass is like crinkling as it's moving away. Like it's being stepped on. But I've seen that happen with glass before, especially tempered glass where it kind of moves and pops and stuff after it's broken. So I didn't think anything of it. So we started cleaning this glass up. <clears throat> and where it was, there was a staircase that went up to Isaiah's 
kitchen. kitchen, and then at the top of the stairway, you open the door, and there is a refrigerator right there. The glass, we as we were cleaning it up, shot clear up that stairway. So you're saying this happened after it broke? Yeah. You're saying a piece of glass? No, that piece, there were several pieces. There were several pieces on the stairs, and then there was even pieces at the top landing by the refrigerator. Yeah, I think that happened when it exploded. Okay, so... That's like 30 feet! Okay, so this is what I think happened. This is an actually... I think this makes perfect sense. We practice at extremely high volumes. Like, you should not practice this loud. It probably damaged my ears. It damaged our damaged our ears. So what I think what happened is right after what? practice, what, 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 damaged who, what your ears. What? Oh, you're being funny. Yeah. No, that's a <laughs> terrible fucking joke. I'm only the one that's supposed to be funny. Not you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're stepping on my balls. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know why I'm fixated on balls today. It'll be penises next week and maybe anuses after that. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we, we practice at extremely high volumes. I'm talking about volumes in the decibel levels of like 120 decibels, which is ear piercing. So when you're in a band, don't do this. So I think what happened was we stopped practicing. Mike moved the glass, and from all that energy of the fucking practicing, it exploded. And then anything after that, I did hear the glass go, but that's what glass does. After a lot of vibrations happen to it. I think we need to get Jesse Edmonds Ugh, in yeah, on one I of these conversations. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we this, can, we this, can have a whole This was like on one this. incident out of 17. Rod's, Rod's house was on. The reason it's Rod doesn't haunted. want to talk about it being haunted, because then you'd have to admit that there is possibly demons, which would mean he can't be an atheist. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever. All right. All right. So abortion. Okay. So abortion. Stance. Pro-choice, pro-life. I am... Pro-choice. I am pro-choice, but I do not agree with abortion. I would never want my family, my wife, to have an abortion. I would be upset if one of my children had an abortion. I believe that life is conceived within the womb. I believe that's a person in there, and... I also believe if you feel absolutely that you need to get one, then that's on you and you deal with the consequences or benefits, I guess, of it. The only difference that I have is a little harsh stance on if, you know, we're sitting at a outing and you're like, oh, yeah, I had an abortion. I'll be like, oh, cool. You kill babies and that offends you. Well, fuck you. Be offended because because you have the right to offend. Offend, yeah i have the right to offend if you, you have the right to have an abortion you don't have, have the right, right to... for me to sit there and hold your hand and give you a hug and let's let's all fucking pretend this was just something out of your control you had a fucking responsibility you know sex is kind of like meth we all know where babies come from we all know how to not let i don't happen. know where meth comes from bathtubs <laughs> okay <laughs> same place as babies come <laughs> from <laughs> no what i mean by that is nobody sits there and goes i didn't know meth was going to become addictive and control my life and now i'm doing bad things in a dark alley for five bucks you know nobody's nobody's that's not surprising we know what meth does we know how babies are made so if you don't want one plan for that okay so i am pro-choice um in in my opinion i'm not a fucking woman Hold i on, believe- I'm gonna interrupt you and before it comes out there the rape stance that's what and, i was gonna get into snap. i was gonna make him look like an asshole yeah incest it, and rape and of course in situations like that of course, you know, but here's my thing, and I'm gonna, you hear me say this about a million times in these podcasts, I don't argue the 1%, and those are 1% of cases, and I never argue the 1% I don't, I don't because it's not, yeah. uh, it's not a big You're enough right. group to argue for. But I, yeah, again, I'm, I'm pro-choice. Um, 
but more choice goes to the woman because I believe it's her body, her choice kind of thing. And I'm a man. I, I mean, I'm as a husband, I don't know. As a husband, again, I think it's up to the woman to decide. Obviously, she should have a discussion with whoever, you know, they should have a discussion, but ultimately it's her choice. Uh, and as an atheist, I don't believe in like a soul in a baby. So, and I, and I don't know, like, okay, so there's a story that I have here and I probably shouldn't be doing this because we only have a couple of minutes on abortion. But so I remember my daughter, she had constipation problems really bad. Like she would not. She's going to love you for that. I know that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to say which one. So what we had to do is, and this was the doctor said, okay, we had to like put some Vaseline on a thermometer and push into her butt and then she would poop. Okay. So my point is, is that she didn't remember this. She did not remember any of that. Like my wife thinks, oh, she's going to be scarred for life because you have to make her poop by sticking this little thing in her thing. But I don't think that the baby, Mike thinks that they feel stuff. Maybe they do like on a neurological level, but they're not going to remember that. And like, as an atheist, I don't believe in a soul. So I think like, do you remember before you were born? No, you don't. So as, as far as a moral ethical thing about that, that's, that's where I stance on abortion. But again, there, a lot of people, when they get in a car accident, they say they don't remember really what happened. Even if they don't have a head injury. They say they don't really remember what happened two minutes before and 10 minutes after a car accident. Did they cease to exist at that point too? I don't know. I would have to ask that person. And if they did cease to exist, is that because their soul left their body? No, of course <gasps> not. So blah, blah, blah. No, but they would remember the fucking pain. The I thing can, is, is that we question who we are. That's what makes us who we are as human beings. My big thing is you're, is you're not giving someone a chance. You know, maybe maybe that kid that was going to be born is going to be the person that cures cancer in Or children, maybe they or, will take over Germany and kill Jewish people. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's, and and mean, that's the thing. You're not even giving them the chance to play ball. So, so yeah, well, I don't know. Again, Death penalty. Um, death penalty. Death penalty. We just heard from Terry. What, where do we on death penalty? I'm, I'm pro death penalty for asinine <sighs> Man. crazy crimes. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I'm for death penalty. I, but you know what? This bullshit of sitting there. Well, hold on. Now I see. I was gonna say. Mic. I was gonna. I was gonna say. This bullshit of keeping people on death row for 15 years and then killing them. You know, just take them out back and shoot them. But. At the same time, there's been a lot of cases recently with the uh, with DNA technology that like have been overturned. Exonerating them, yeah. And so that's uh, <sighs> that's a scary thing. That's the thing is, it's I mean, as as a Christian, that's a soul to you. Yeah. So I mean, but is it a tainted soul? I mean, I don't know. What do you guys? You know, if you got somebody that cannot be released back out in society because obviously, time and time and time again, they're going to be a violent piece of shit. Then why do we spend so much tax dollars on keeping them in jail where they can sit around and get degrees and do this and do that for them to die in prison? What is what is the point? I don't know. You're giving them a chance. I mean, what's cheaper? It's actually cheaper to keep them in jail. Than to kill them? No way. Okay, so Terry's saying, again, he's off camera. Terry's saying, and we got to check this, which you guys check it at home too. He says it's cheaper to keep them in jail than to kill them. Well, there's more of a profit, especially if it's in a private well, prison. He, that's a cr- true point. I mean, that's another fucked up thing about the fucking prison system. It's publicly, they're publicly traded now. So it, here's, here's, okay, everyone. No, no, no. Okay, we only have so oh, much on this. We've already, we've already been on here for like... An hour, a little bit over an hour. We're trying to wrap this up. But again, we have some material for the next podcast. We don't want to keep you guys bored. That's the point. So the last we'll, thing we'll, we're going to talk we'll write about. down prison systems. Yeah, yeah. Write that one. down. Next one. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is climate change. Uh, my stance is 
it absolutely exists and it absolutely is done by fucking people. Mike, your stance? Yes and no. It's, okay, he's going to fucking take the bitch way out it's and say bull, yes and no. No, no, climate change, climate climate crisis is bullshit. Global warming, Global you don't warming say that. is bullshit. Are we as human beings have an effect on our climate? Of course we do. With all of our, you know, technology and our industrial plants and cars, of course we're having an effect on the climate and the ecology. But are we going to see the earth burn by 2027 and we're all going to be needing to kill cows? And okay, that's an bullshit. alarmist version. I'm def- I don't think we're going to... The gonna alarmist fuck. version is what's being screamed in D.C. right now. Yeah, well, obviously, it. I think we need to dig deeper in that. But no, I, I do think we're having an effect on the climate itself. I do think it's getting hotter. If you look at the fucking... And Mike will look at this too. If you look at the numbers, it's getting hotter. Yeah, no, and I and I don't discount that whatsoever. But I think it happens in waves. I think you're thinking that, it happens throughout like the 14 billion years. I think, yeah, of this I think universe. it has to do with solar activity. Solar activity changes. The sun gets hotter. More solar flares. More sunspots. Whatever it is, gets hotter. It actually takes like two decades for the ocean to rise two degrees. When the ocean rises, more CO two gets out expelled from the ocean. Yeah, I think we both agree with that. Like there is studies showing that most carbon comes from, comes the, from the ocean. Ocean's. Yeah, and and I agree with that. But what we're it's a natural cycle though. So there are natural cycles when uh, like volcanoes, the ocean, Oh yeah. there's this huge amount. And I would say maybe volcanoes probably put out more than fucking cows do. And I don't know this for sure. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. not fucking climatologists by any means. It'd be cool to fucking talk to, to one on the show, but I would like to see two climatologists have the opposite opinion. And there's, there's, there's a really good, um, there's a really good video on YouTube called the, the great climate change uh, hoax? hoax. It's either it's either hoax or uh, another word for hoax. But yeah, if you if you search that up, there's this there's this documentary. And and I watched it. It was it was it made sense. A lot of it did make sense. They were talking about like how we're um, taking data, and when we're taking data, we have these devices that take the temperature. And a lot of these devices are like next to buildings and stuff like that, which give off heat. So it's not in this like natural area. Um, but there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot to it. Climate change is so, so involved. There's so many different things and to totally understand the whole thing is, is almost impossible. But if you see the data and like we were talking about like volcanoes putting out a lot of uh, gases, uh, the ocean puts on a lot of gas, it's a natural cycle. But when you start adding to the natural cycle, so say this glass is filled to the top with the natural cycle of carbon going into the atmosphere. But when you add humans, you're pouring more than what the glass can take. So you're pouring more carbon into this natural cycle, which is causing the problems, which is causing the earth not able to handle these natural cycles. Yeah, I mean... So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that that that's what makes us contribute to it. We're adding to the natural cycles absolutely. of volcanoes, of oceans. And and again, I'm not a climate scientist. This is just the information. I think that's what we need to also need to touch on is that we don't each individual one of us do not have all the information. Like we have part of the information and we have we're biased. Like you're biased, I'm biased. Like I remember watching this show called Bullshit with Penn and Teller. They did a climate mm-hmm. show. And the information that they represented made me think, oh, no, climate change, bullshit. But then I read after that, and I'm like, well, no, maybe it isn't bullshit. And then I like go in these cycles. Like right now, I think we are contributing to climate change. But 
I don't know. The cool thing is, is I'm, an, I'm willing to change my opinion depending on the facts that I'm given. So my opinion could completely change on abortion, on fucking God. Well, on- it should. It should. Because if it can't be changed or, or you, know, you can't be persuaded to see one way or the other, then you're in an echo chamber and you're never going to advance. And yeah, especially if you have people telling <clears throat> you the same shit that you want to hear. The, the uh, you know, going off of, you know, what you were saying, it's following the same trends as this shit that's going on right now with the protests. We all, as Americans, can probably get behind the idea that climate change is happening, and it is happening at a greater rate because of our, you know, uh, our infrastructure. You know, people driving cars and pollutants and this and that and the other thing. I think everyone in the world could agree that, yes, humans are having an impact on negative climate change. But... It's not the fucking end of the world like it's being shouted from the hilltops in D.C. Just like this thing. Everyone in the world agrees that that officer murdered that that young man. Yeah. Everyone agrees with that. And everyone agrees that that officer should be put in prison for the rest of his life. But so where where does this where does this polarization come from then? Yeah, exactly. Why 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 is it always hey, most of us agree with this statement that makes Pretty good sense. Do you think there's some? There's, the do you think there's some and, entity that's separating? Again, us? again, I think it's the government. I think the government uses these topics to gain votes, which secures their self-preservation and their positions of power. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, that's the thing. We uh, we don't know. That's the problem. And that's why the philosophy of the average Joe is so fucking important because we are the majority of the people. Yeah, yeah. And we need to we need to remember that. And there's a whole show we should probably do on the middle class. Yeah, yeah, we that, we have different that opinions would, on that. That would really, really kind of show that uh, they're trying to keep us divided by you know religion, age, race, monetary, uh, you know, uh, income. They're trying to keep us separated on all facets because if we can stay divided, we're easy to control. If we're afraid, we're easy to control. I, I, and Mike thinks it's an entity that's moving it, and I, I know I think it's built into the system. I think as 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 human beings, we came to the system, and we just we're at we can't move past this stupid fucking capitalist power thing. And and I I think it's we built it. I think as human beings, we built this. And I think it's important to state that the goal, the overarching goal of this podcast, of, well, of you and I, I yeah. would say, is human advancement. That is the goal that both of us see and we do not disagree on whatsoever. Like, for instance, reaching tier one civilization. Where, yeah. Where, yeah, we should you talk know, about that shit too. Yeah, no, I agree with Mike. Um, that, that is, and, and everything we're doing now is fucking holding us back from that. We're like taking this, this bullshit that we're going through right now is taking 200 steps back from advancement. And I'm not saying it doesn't need to be addressed. I am not saying that, but I'm saying that we're not coming to any sort of conclusion that's helping the advancement of human beings. Yeah, as a whole, as 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 the world, not as just the United States. Exactly. I think that's 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 another thing is like there's ways to progress our nation as a whole. There's ways to progress our the world as a whole. And there's close to like what are we at? Like seven something billion people in the world? I mean, where are we at like now? Eight billion. Yeah, we're getting fucking close. I remember in our lifetime, we were at 6 billion, I think like we seen the population jump ridiculously. But the point is, is like, there's so many of us that we can be working on 7. all these problems. 7 bill. Okay. So almost close to 8 billion. So there's ways for us to work on all these problems. 
all these. We can't just say, oh, let's just do this or let's just do that. We don't have to. We could do work on climate change. We can work on racism. We can work on all these different things because there's so many of us. But we get fixated on one thing as a world, especially when this fucking pandemic hit, man. We were like, that's the one thing that we were all on the same track with. And then after all the numbers came out, then we started fighting with China and them not giving us the if right numbers. If we can make it past the alien invasion of August and the... Is there an alien invasion in August? I think it's I think it's slotted for August as uh, alien invasion. Did they like contact you and let you know? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. So we we'd fight as a as a human race. Then we'll really learn what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, fucking they have the answers, those goddamn aliens. And okay, well I guess this is a good time to stop. Uh we don't want to bore you guys too much. And again, we would love information. Uh suggestions. Anything else, Mike? Uh no. Just you know, if you guys want to continue conversations, continue them in the uh, comments. And if you guys want to see us Cover a certain topic. Um, yeah, at, from the perspective of the average Joe. You know, um, at this point, we normally plug in websites and stuff, but we're still getting the website dialed in. But it will be killzerostudios.com once it's there and open. And uh, we'll yeah, see follow you. us. We, we do still have a Facebook. Yeah, we do a Facebook page. And you can follow us uh, through the, you know, through the Facebook page. You can also follow the comic project. Uh, the uh, audio drama, and also the band. Yeah, we'll put all the links in the YouTube description. We'll also put the links in anywhere we post the podcast as well as the audio podcast. I'll figure out how to do that. (laughs) Right now, I don't know how to do anything. Yeah. All right. Yeah.